Everybody. My name is Coach Jody. I am a CrossFit affiliate owner in Tampa Bay with a background in entrepreneurialism, business, marketing, and all things CrossFit and fitness training. And I'm Jenna. I am an ER nurse with a bachelor's in both exercise science and nursing and soon to be CrossFit coach. Yes. We're very excited. Welcome to the show. This is Pretty, Pretty Gritty. Woo! Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. We are here. We are live. Well, we're live here. You're not listening to this live. We're alive, hopefully. But we are live here on October 6th, and yeah. you'll be listening to this October 23rd. Not live. So, <laughs> so not live. But live on October. Well, hopefully we're a live. So that's. Something. We are all a live. Live, live, live. That says live. <laughs> says live. Yes. Anyways, thank you for your patience. A couple weeks ago, yes. we needed to take a brief respite. Life we has did. been busy, and time has not been mostly available. So. <laughs> time is pressed. Time is pressed. I mean, we're all managing a lot, you, mm -hmm. right? You're here yeah. like 80 hours a week managing this gym. Definitely <laughs> feels that way. Somehow uh, Tyler's definitely here more than me, though, I think. Well, he's consistently here in the mornings. Yes. He gets here probably around 5, no? Yeah. 5 to at least 1230. Mm-hmm. 6, 7, 8, yeah. 9, 10, 11, 12. It's nice yeah, that it's I, I, I've got his back on a couple of days that at least lets him get out early because he used to be here from pretty much 5 to 1, let's say, let's call it one fifteen. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's 1.30, sometimes it's right after. Depends on the class, but let's say the average is one fifteen. He used to do that five days a week plus Saturdays mm -hmm. from like... Uh, the eight, dawn of time. 8.45 to 2 p.m. on Saturdays. Dang, man. Um, but I bet you he never complained once. He gets a couple of short days now, so that's nice for him. He Work loves on what he does. Him. Yes, he does. He really does. Loves it. So, all that being said, our things. obsessions with CrossFit lead us into today, today's episode. Wow, words are hard. I, I clearly <laughs> am not finished hard. with my coffee. <laughs> my, my afternoon caffeine. Yes. How many, how many cups deep are you? I'm only one. Oh. Nice. Yeah, so this is cup number two. Well, I'm a, Celsius, a, a cup of coffee and a Celsius deep today. Okay. So I feel like it, it's not appropriate. Bad. Yeah. And I'm now down to only three milligrams melatonin. Nice. <laughs> so, and it's, I was a little, I'm going to be honest, I was a little groggy this morning. I uh, could probably try cut not it back to tonight. Two. Yeah. yeah. Maybe cut it back to two. Or like every other night. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So today's episode we are going to be talking about the return on investment for CrossFit. Yes. We all know CrossFit is pricier than your $10 a month. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to call any gym names out. We all know which gyms yeah, charge you $10 I'm gonna a month. I'm going to stay away from names. I'll use, I'll use some kind of names that you guys will probably 10 know. 10 to $50 a month. Right? Yeah. 
50 if there's I'll like I'll change classes. the names of any uh, big box gyms referenced mostly because I don't want to get sued. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'll, I'll make it obvious enough that you, that you guys could probably guess who I'm talking about. So, good things. So, I have been paying for CrossFit for, I would say probably about five years. If we had to take it out, because I took some time off with nursing school because I did not, I could not afford anything but ramen <laughs> in nursing school. <laughs> I hear that a lot so, when nurses are going through nursing school. Yeah, and I didn't really have a whole lot of time, and I would have inevitably gotten injured, right? I didn't, draw, like create enough time in my schedule for recovery and workouts and all of that nonsense. But even still, I joined a CrossFit-like gym. It's, it was more cross it was training. Hugh. It was Hugh, right? Hard Exercise Works? Mm -mm. The no, Gym Jacks. What am I thinking of? Oh, Gym Jacks. That's what it yeah. was. They have a cross training area and they mm. had what they called boot camp classes. But it was very, it's cross training. It was yeah. CrossFit derivative. Mm-hmm. Or like, I guess, CrossFit foundational, essentially. Yeah. Right. Cross-training definitely has its place. That's that's where to develop really good fundamental endurance and stamina. Yeah. Um, I do feel like it does hit a cap at some point. It did. A just lot of because like were repetitive. Yeah, it, it is. It's very repetitive. It's very cardio-focused, simple movements. And at some point, you need the progressive overload. So, like being able to progressively lift heavier or go faster or, you know, add in higher technique to like progress that on. But cross training definitely has its place. I will say, credit where credit was due, before CrossFit incorporated wall walks, we were doing what they termed was wall blast, and it was the same thing. And oh, that's so, fun. When everyone's like, oh, yeah, wall walks. I'm like, oh, I, I, I know what these are. Yeah. I know how much they suck. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'm here for it. Yes. So I remember when wall walks were still a scale in CrossFit. They were not a standalone movement. They were the yeah. scale for working handstands, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of funny because I was one of those athletes that had always been scaled to that. And I really felt like in a lot of ways it didn't really progress me to having handstands. The only thing that got me to having handstands was I had a teenager actually that I was mentoring when I was in Fort Pierce. And I had one day told her I wanted to do handstands and she literally pulled out her mat in the middle of the living room and taught me how to do a handstand. I learned from a 13, oh, she was 14 at the time I yeah. think. Um, but that's how I learned to do a handstand. Um, but our box owner at the time, he, um, I think he had some very fear-based hesitations on teaching some athletes, and I was in that group, very hesitant to teach them how to get upside down, and was very afraid that I was going to like break my neck or something. Well, so that, I, that is the ultimate risk of yeah. going upside down. It, it so is. So rightfully so. It is. It is. Um, but yeah. So why is CrossFit so expensive? Okay. I don't even know where to begin with this one. I have so many things floating around in my brain. As Lewis Carroll says, and I'm going to totally butcher this, <laughs> this uh, quote, if you don't know where you're going, then it doesn't ma matter which path you take, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not so, sure if I know who that is. Who is that? He's the author of Alice in Wonderland. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So 
why is it expensive? Well, return on investment. That's the short answer, right? That, that is the short answer. <laughs> Long answer. There, what are the returns on investment, right? Long-term implications for general health and wellness. Long-term implications for essentially break, like being mentally strong, right? Mm -hmm. and, and when you're being faced with something that's unfamiliar and scary and all of those things. Another thing, the coaching. Mm -hmm. they, they're, it's very specific coaching. They go through very specific programs that are rigorous and internships. I know I'm going through it. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you better at communicating and reaching athletes. Mm -hmm. And then just the overall upkeep of equipment, right? The, this is not just equipment that's been here for several years that we hope the five pounds since they're so chipped are still five pounds yeah. you know what i mean so jody you probably have a lot to say about this so from the coaching perspective tell me about how we should reach our fan base on the value of investment in coaching just alone yeah so i'll take it from the coach perspective but i really want to look at this first from the affiliate owner perspective oh, yes um literally as the business model so there's two things i'm going to kind of dig into the first one is the big global picture of why crossfit gyms have to charge what we charge right and then i'm going to also dig into the why that is relevant to the potential member or potential person that might be pre-contemplating maybe looking into crossfit or they just you know one time their friend was inviting them to crossfit you know maybe one time they did a trial class just to join them and then they heard the sticker price and their jaw dropped and they just they didn't get that into it at that time of oh why does it cost that much when meanwhile every month you know purple gym is just taking 9.99 out a month and that's a big price discrepancy so i can appreciate where people's um you know curiosities for that would be so as an affiliate owner there are obviously with any business a lot of expenses on the back end so here's the thing Big box gyms are playing a volume numbers game. Yes. They are, it's kind of funny because we were, the, the the group of us, Jenna and David and Tyler and, you know, our friend Isaac, we were having lunch today and we were discussing how a lot of colleges will play a money racket game with selling more parking permits to students than they have parking spots for. So they make money on both ends. They make money on selling the permit and they make money on ticketing people that end up having to park in the wrong spot because they oversold the parking spaces. Airplanes, do, or not airplanes, but air... They do. Uh, they, airports. They oversell sits. <laughs> yes, seats, airport sits, brands. Like, seats. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Uh, airports are still hard for me right now. Yes, yes. Uh, but, you know, flight companies do the same thing. They oversell seats, and they do it massively, especially now after 2020. I feel like that's gotten way out of hand. My point is it's the same game that these big box gyms are playing. They are way over membership selling, way over capacity, because they're banking on maybe 3% 
of every active paid membership that they have in the building, 3% of those people actually showing up on any kind of a recurring basis. They are banking on that. I once saw data, and I don't remember it exactly enough to give you guys exact numbers, but it was something crazy like some like 75% of people that get one of the cheap gym memberships will go like three times and will on average have that membership active for over two years before they do something with it. But because it's such a small dollar amount, they don't even care enough to go through the strenuous process of trying to quit God, or terminate yeah. their contract. So, it's they'll, so just, arduous. they'll just leave it. <laughs> So that's, that's kind of the game that the big box gyms are playing. So although they might have more equipment and equipment that's big sized, some, some of those machines are very large and take up a lot of square footage. Even if you look at EOS, for instance, where they have a lot of different recovery stuff, these uh, state-of-the-art massage chairs, you know, th their version of the in-body scanner is 20 grand. They have a state-of-the-art movie theater filled with cardio equipment. Mm -hmm. They have a pool to maintain. They have a hot tub to maintain. They have a sauna to maintain. All of that's going to cost a lot of money, but they're playing a volume numbers game and have the volume of members, whether those members are in the door or not, to be able to support the maintenance yeah. for all of that. And if right. you look, they game out what they maintenance and stuff too. That's why you'll see sometimes stuff is out of order, they'll fix it, and then they'll, they'll kind of rotate it. They're not just paying all that money out all at once. Correct. So they're, they're then that's also why they have big cancellation fees, they have big annual fees, they have big late, our late fee, so I, I am a member there currently. Me too. We, we Just, use it for the recovery. Yes, the recovery in the pool. The saunas, the hot tubs. Yes, all those fun things. The pool, we're adding swimming in. Yes, swimming so. is good. But there, so we pay 20, I think it's twenty six ninety nine a month, right, for the black card member or membership. The late fee is $80. The late I just have them taking it out of my account. So they, Lord knows, if they send me a bill, it's going to get lost. Yeah. So they are making a ton of money just playing the numbers game. CrossFit affiliates and other boutique micro gym facilities. So, you know, insert thing here, whatever that might be. The gym jacks. The gym jacks. That'd be a good. Into that category. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of your martial arts studios, those kind of places. There's, there's a jazzercise place on North Florida, which cracks me up, but like that would fall into that. Yeah. Whatever these, works. It these works facilities are creating a boutique VIP specialized members only experience. So when you come, let's say you come for open gym, you are paying for the privilege of not having to share the space with 200 other people. You are paying for the luxury of having access to high-end equipment, at least here. Now I realize that quality of equipment is going to vary from gym to gym, but it does, but generally but regardless, speaking, they're all high quality. Yes, you're right. paying for the privilege 
of not having to fight other people. Now, again, I'm, I'm referring specifically to open gym at this point, but you're paying for the privilege of not having to fight people to get to equipment that you need. You're not dealing, hopefully, with a facility that's got nasty bathrooms. Well, even outside of open gym, if we talk about it, your your class sizes have caps. Yes, same, so, yes, So we're not same deal. fighting yes. a million different people, or everyone wants the same size weights at the same time, or same right. size kettlebells, or same Olympic weightlifting platforms. Right. They all want, you're not fighting for any of yeah, that. Yeah, you're not here. fighting for that. that. That's part of the point. But that costs money on the affiliate owner side. Yeah. There's huge overhead to running a gym. We have our monthly rent, and we're not in just a commercial space, we're in a commercial retail space. Mm -hmm. So we've got our rent to pay. We are a fully air-conditioned facility, which people love, but that costs That's a money. Utility. It's a utility. It yeah. costs a lot of money to keep the AC running in this building. Not in Tampa, Florida. In Tampa. <laughs> yeah, in Tampa. During the hottest year they've had on record, allegedly. Yeah. yeah. Like, people want air-conditioned situations now for their CrossFit experience. That costs money. And we don't have the high volume of 100,000 members like, you know, Chapstick named Jim down the street. Yeah. <laughs> <Chapstick>. <laughs> so... Th that's where credits do there may be Burt's bees. So yeah, <laughs> we're gonna give them a chapstick that. name. Yes, yes. Or what? It what is the uh, the one? Is it called Eos? The yes. one where it's like it's the, it's the, the, egg. Ball, the yes, egg. Yes, it's yeah, literally it's Eos. Eos, which has always made me wonder how they get away with that, with the two names being the same. Like how that hasn't been a lawsuit some, yet. Some, some research. Yes, but anyhow. Um, so the AC, that costs extra money. Not every CrossFit gym has air conditioning, but you know, we do, we have brand new equipment. Some gyms don't, but having nice stuff that's not broken, rusted, worn out and continues to be maintained, which is really the trick there that costs money. It's maintained very well. There have been times that I could not hold on to the barbell because it's so oiled. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. I'm like, I'm that person playing in the chalk bucket who yes. just it's a slippery the slope. chalk. It's a slippery <laughs> slope. my barbell. Yes, too much of a good thing sometimes. <laughs> We're, we've, we've found more of that balance. But the other part is insurance. You know, people want to be able to bring their dogs and they want to be able to have drinks after the Murph and hang out and have barbecue. Not to mention the general liability for people working out. You have to have insurance that covers that. We pay, right. you couldn't get a more all-inclusive insurance. Yeah. Affiliate insurance is not cheap. Mm. So that costs money. The luxury to be able to allow people to enjoy the things that are kind of iconic to CrossFit gyms, being you know family-friendly, being dog-friendly, having community get-togethers and parties and things that is all very iconic to the community side specifically of CrossFit. We carry that liability. So that means that has to be paid for. You know, EOS isn't throwing parties for their members quarterly like that. EOS isn't allowing people to bring their dogs in because it costs money to carry that kind of insurance and liability. So, you know, that's a big expense that, that we're paying for. The other part of that is just 
the rest of it, you know, the, the rest of keeping the lights on, payroll, coaches have to be paid and they have to be paid well because we need them to perform well and stick around well and they deserve to be compensated this is a very emotionally fatiguing role sometimes and and it's a lot it is spending hours at a time watching people move (laughs) it's it's spending hours at a time keep ensuring people are safe it is hours of your time on focusing on time management it is very mentally and also physically exhausting right so your coaches have to be paid well they deserve to be compensated for that so that costs money and it costs them money to carry their certs keep their certs active um investing time on honing their craft other programs that they're investing in for like for instance coach kyla bless her she had invested in a gymnastics course at one point that she was I don't know if course is the right word it was a program because it was like several weeks long and it was to get better at coaching gymnastics it not coaching but she got the program to work through it to to add it to her coaching so it wasn't like a gymnastics certification or anything it was it was a program written by one of the games athletes, I don't remember who, but it was to get better at, I think it was like three different gymnastic skills. One of them was handstands. Yeah. And I don't remember what the other two, handstand walks I think was one of them. And there was one other skill that it was very focused on. My point is she invested in that to physically go through it for herself and learn some of those movements and exercises and drills that came with it to be able to give that back to the athlete. So that's. You know, if they're financially investing, we have to financially invest in them. And it costs money. It costs Tyler and I money to continue holding our CEUs and getting new certs and all of that. That's all part of what you're paying for. You know, when you're you're a member coming in, part of what you're expecting in the CrossFit experience is to be coached. And you don't just wake up one day and all of a sudden you can coach CrossFit. It's no. it's a yeah. deep financial and time investment to be able to get to do this. And it's almost like so there's there are other certification fitness coaching certifications out there mm-hmm. and not to knock them but the whole they don't require CEUs. You sit for the test, take take the certification test, and then that's that. You have the cert, and now you can go on coaching, right? There, there's no... Yeah, it kind of depends. Our NASM requires four CEUs every two years. Okay, and what, what does the CFL require? Um, the CFL one has to be either... By five years. ...retaken, yeah. or you have to get it leveled up by two years, and then... After that, though, the CFL two is CEUs. The CFL 2 is the same way. You have five years to either research or take your CFL 3. Now, once you have your CFL 3, you have to take CEUs to keep it valid. And I don't remember off the top of my head what that currency, for lack of a better word, I don't know what that requirement is. I know that there's a handful of programs now that have been recently released where if you do this thing, you're CEU'd for life with it now, but there's very, I think there's only like one option for that. And unfortunately, Tyler and I already did that. <laughs> so, so we'll be uh, the thing, doing the things. The thing, the point I'm trying to make is it's 
similar to like doctors and nurses, right? Mm -hmm. We have to take CEUs and the general populace wants us taking those CEUs. That keeps us sharp on our skills. It keeps our, it keeps new knowledge out there yes. so that we can change our practice to do more evidence-based practice for better patient outcomes. And the patients, mm -hmm. even if I'm a patient, I want them taking their CEUs. Yes, right? absolutely. Continuing education. Well, and fitness and healthcare stuff is changing. Some stuff doesn't really change. Other stuff changes. Right. Rapidly. They're dynamic fields. They're, yes. they're one and the same. Yes. They're just, this is probably a healthier populace than what I'm dealing with. Yes. Oh, 100%. <laughs> As a nurse. Yes. Because well, they've chosen CrossFit, obviously. Yes. 100%. <laughs> but that being said, too, isn't there a cost from the affiliate side to affiliate with the brand CrossFit, oh, too? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. I was about to get into that. So yeah. uh, the next thing that we have to invest in is the name of CrossFit. So Correct. every year we pay a hefty affiliate fee to be able to call this CrossFit. Now, have some CrossFit gyms de-affiliated and now they're just functional fitness gyms and they've adjusted their name? Yes, sure. But if you're looking for CrossFit, at least I, now, of course, I'm ADHD, so my brain has a very specific way of how it likes things. But I know that if I was going to pay X amount of dollars a month to be able to do CrossFit, I want it to be a CrossFit affiliated gym. Yeah, I want CrossFit. Because I feel <laughs> like there's not, I've, I've looked at some of the de-affiliated gyms and they're not charging any less than we are for being affiliated. So if I'm going to spend- And that's a game, right? Yeah, <laughs> if I'm gonna spend the same dollar amount at either and I want CrossFit, I'm gonna make sure I'm at a CrossFit affiliate. Just, just purely out of principle. Right. Um, so, so we're paying for that. The other part that you're paying for on the member side is having organized programming. That's, that's one reason, an, another reason why big box gyms can be a little bit cheaper in their month to month when you're not dealing with their personal trainers is because they don't have to provide literally anything for you besides a, a semi-maintained facility. Mm -hmm. When you come in for class, you are showing up to a warm-up that is going to be coached and critiqued. You are showing up to skill work that's going to be step-by-step step so you actually can learn the things and know how to practice them, know how to work them. You are shown, you're showing up to a coached workout where you get your form checked. We make sure that you're doing the workout appropriately. We're going to watch your back for safety. We are creating community. Correct. You're, you're paying for all of that instead of having to create it yourself if you are going to facility where it's a little bit more open-ended. Even in open gym, you still get access to that. Now, of course, it's not going to be a structured class, but you can see what they everything is. They still type up and tell you what you need to do. <laughs> well, there's, there's that, but even if we didn't, even if we didn't say a word and we were just here on our laptop letting people do their life, it's still up on the TV and available, which is more than, than uh, Munch Fitness is doing. Right, and, <laughs> and that includes to the, the CrossFit videos that take you through movements yes. and lifts and stuff. 100%. pliability. So oh, that's another one. For us specifically, having pliability, that's another expense every month that we pay for so you guys can have access to that in open gym and also on Thursdays in our active recovery classes and having the recovery stuff, you know, we don't charge an extra fee with the exception of the pads for the power dots, which I think is completely reasonable Yeah, because there's not really a way to share them, yeah. those. 
Uh, unless somebody's like sharing it as a couple, which is fine. But we as a gym don't have a way to share those with people sanitary wise and whatnot. People need era. Have, yeah, people need to have their own pads. That's just it. But the rest of the stuff is free to them, for them to use. We, we're not charging a separate recovery membership. That nice equipment costs money. So all that to say, our, our gym charges $150 a month. So when I have leads that come in and they've never done CrossFit and they're really interested in trying it, but they, they ask me like, what am I, what am I going to get? That's different. Like one of the first things I'll tell them is number one price compare at any one of the big box gyms, what their personal trainer packages cost. There was one, we'll call it bronze gym their eight eight thirty minute sessions a month that was the top tier program it was eight sessions each one was only 30 minutes long it was one thousand eighty eight dollars and some change to work with a personal trainer for 30 minutes and that is with no additional programming i have questions you get their <laughs> attention for 30 minutes eight times a month no additional programming yeah, to work at. Yeah, what kind of attention though? I want to know, like, what is, are you going to achieve my fitness goals? If I'm going to drop that much money, here's the thing, CrossFit works. Right. Right. The, all the time, I mean, even we saw it, what's that older gentleman's name that was like in the ads for the CrossFit games? He goes into a box. He's got some knee problems. He's oh, like, we just watched just that commercial. I don't know his name, but so I do know what you're talking that about. That coach was like, trust me. Yeah. It works. Yep. If you have as the consistency. As long as you trust me and you're consistent. And here's another thing that is more of an intangible, but of value. If you don't show up to the gym for a little bit, they check in on you. Mm-hmm. They send out an email. They send a phone call. They send a text. Hey, we've noticed you haven't been in a while. Let us know what we can do to help. Yeah, we miss you. People are asking about you. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not going to get that at your big box gym either. Well, and understand the difference too. So at the $150 a month, let's talk just what you're getting with the coaching. Let me back up a little bit. So at a very nearby big box gym, I have a friendly acquaintance that actually came and did a free trial workout here. He's very cool, very nice, worked at Starbucks. He got his personal training cert, good for him, we love that. He has never been trained in personal training. So he studied his thing, he's taken his test, he has a cert, cool. There's no bridge, there's no internship. There's, there's no internship, there's no bridge, there's no training. I ran into him at mysterious big box gym inserted here and he's really excited I'm excited for him please don't mishear me I'm, I'm very excited for this chapter in his journey but it was his second day on the job and he was seeing his first client that evening so that client that has already paid for that session this wasn't a free trial this is this person has paid for this package and has been assigned to this trainer he has never trained someone before in his life. What's and your value in that? This no, is, this is not a, job, a rare but... occurrence. This is the standard practice 
for big box gyms. This isn't even just something that this one gym does. That is the standard practice for big box gyms, period. So if that person, let's say they really don't know how to coach the squat, that means every single, at number one, there's nobody teaching them. So there's nobody that's going to correct that person, that trainer. And you've got people investing all of this hundreds of dollars, sometimes even into the thousands. And that coach really doesn't even know how to coach the basic air squat. And here's, here's the big part of the value of what you're paying for in the coaching with that $150 a month. If all you did was get coaching out of that, it would be worth it. Because you have to understand, CrossFit coaches can't get away with that. Oh, no. We can't get away with no. that. We have to know. That's what I'm learning in the coach. internship. <laughs> we have to know how to coach, see, and correct all body weight movements. We have to be able to coach, see, and correct all of the Olympic lifts. We have to be able to coach, see, and correct all of the gymnastics skills. All of them. All of them. But, all of them and it's not even just coach seeing correct there's a just a good amount of triaging yes too what is the movement that i need to correct, yes right because we get overwhelmed if if someone is telling us to do eight things at once right change all eight things right now there's a triaging process too which is likened to being a nurse yes that's a specific role that you need a lot of experience to become a triage nurse in so there's, yeah, coach C correct, but also triage <laughs> and then communication. Yes. How to communicate effectively to yes. reach the athlete. And that changes on an individual basis. Yes. That's very individualized because yes. some athletes are going to respond well to tough love and some athletes need a lot of fluff. Well, there's that and there's also being able to discern what their style of learning is, whether it's audible, tactile, visual, yeah. tactile, all things in between. And not only that, but your coach also is responsible to make sure that you are getting in and out in 60 minutes. Now, if you hang out before or after or whatever the case may be, that's beside the point. But it is their responsibility to make sure that you are getting that 60 minutes and it is packed with learning, packed with fun, packed with a good value workout. for your investment yeah. <laughs> yes that is i mean it, if we don't utilize that 30 minutes the whole model full or i'm sorry i don't mean 30 minutes i was thinking of the personal 60 trainers minutes. if we don't utilize that full 60 minutes the, the whole thing falls apart and it includes a cool down here too the 60 yes minutes. most most of the time or and or a post squad skill yes yes at the very least the the cool down's always offered Sometimes it's not able to be gotten in in the 60 minutes, but the the main stuff of the day is always within that time constraint. Yes, within that time constraint. And then if it's too tight for the cool down, I'll always offer it. And you know, if people want to stay and do it, they can. But if they need to go, they can. Uh, but we don't consider it like classes run over. If the, like it's okay if the cooldown doesn't always happen in the 60 minutes, right? Because then at that point it's it's athlete choice. Um, I do try to squeeze in some of it though. Like if I if the cooldown is four minutes and there's five minutes left of class, I'll say just do one round instead of two if you want to get it in the class time. So there's there's adjustment. But yes, we do. Our goal is 
if you take the month, our goal is 75% of all the classes coached in that month have gotten a cool down within the 60 minutes. Right. That's the goal. I'd say that sometimes that's it's, achieved. Yeah. 75%. Yeah. I feel that way too. I feel that way too. And sometimes it's going to depend on your class and where your athletes are at for the day and how easy they were to wrangle. Yeah. Um, you know, on a heavy lifting day, sometimes it's going to depend on how many heavy, like really heavy lifters you have in that class. Correct. That's going to create a variable. All good things. But all of that to say, that's that's another talking through that stream of consciousness shows you how much thought and planning goes into that. And, and all of it takes money. So is $150 a lot? That's on the low end, I'd say. Actually, at our gym, it really is. Uh, the average gym in Tampa pushes up closer to 165, 175, and yeah. then St. Pete, you get into like 185 and up. So we're we're actually on the more affordable side, which is crazy considering what we offer. Well, of all the CrossFit gyms I've been to, this is definitely the most affordable to me. I was paying about one. My low end was 170. Mm -hmm. So. I mean, San Francisco, that's definitely not why it was way more expensive there. But, yeah. <laughs> well, and I would expect it to be, right, because their the cost of living is so high. The, yeah, the amount of space that you need to lease yes. in San Francisco is hard to come by. Yes, there's also that supply and demand. So that, that doesn't surprise me that they were a lot higher. It also doesn't surprise me that St. Pete's a lot higher, too. Correct. That they average higher. But, yeah, we're actually one of the more affordable spots in Tampa and we offer a lot of privileges that most gyms won't do the fact that we have no a cost recovery that's it, like that was the number one thing that got yes, me no cost recovery the fact that we don't have right now I mean who knows in the future but currently we don't have an annual fee Correct. we don't do cancellation fees we don't charge an extra month we need to know by the 27th of the month before if you're going to hold or cancel. We don't have contracts. Um, Very flexible. I it, loved it. it like it's, the it's, it's, it's as, for it. as flexible as it can be, and that also costs money, which is why we do have a setup fee in the beginning. Um, it's $75. It's a one-time as long as you don't cancel. If you can't, now if you want to hold, you don't have to pay it. But if you completely cancel and come back, you got to pay it again. But yeah. that's the only extenuating circumstance there. But again, that that lets us be able to afford to let people come and go as they want. You know, we don't have any requirement for how long somebody has to be here. All of that stuff, and and that's part of what you're paying for. You're paying for you're paying for an luxury experience. Correct. It's, yeah, it's an experience you're paying for. And, and this is going to sound kind of harsh, it is. but just because my luxury experience doesn't fit in your budget doesn't mean that I'm overcharging. That's very true. <laughs> well, that might be harsh, but it's true. I mean, there's definitely been seasons in my life I wouldn't have been able to afford it, but that doesn't mean that the it is overpriced. Right. It's. You're right. It's what's in the budget. <laughs> there have been definitely many a times where I'm like, you know, oof, this is a lofty monthly expense. And I've said it before, and I can't stress it enough. You make 
time for your health or you're going to have to make time for your illness. Mm -hmm. So it's worth it to me. Long-term gain is, you know, I can move for longer, pain-free, right. all of those things. And what is that worth? That's that's an intangible. That you can't put a price tag on. Right. Trust me, I've seen it. Pain does weird things to a human, the human psyche, and you know, lack of mobility and movement. You you lose your independence. Mm -hmm. You you have to depend on other people to help you, and everyone's got on their own wavelengths all the time. You know. My grandfather had his first heart attack of five when he was 32 years old. I am 33. Correct. It is so. worth every dime that I have ever invested, and I am including what it cost to open the affiliate. And that leads way to to the mentality of the community that is in CrossFit, right? We, right. This is not. I don't care how much money you make. Over a hundred dollars a month for a gym can be pricey. Mm -hmm. And no, there, I'm not negating there that. There has to be. It is a luxury, right? Yes. But there has to be someone who has the responsibility to figure out how to budget for that and maintain that. And those are the people that go here. And those are the people right. you see in the committed club and are consistently here and the faces of the gym, the people you see here most often and the people you actually want to be friends with, mm -hmm. right? Responsible, not excuse driven. Make mm -hmm. sure that this is a value to their lives because really this is what this community is. This Absolutely. is a value to all of us. That's why we're here. Right. And this is on our top 10 list yes. of priorities. Well, and I will die on this hill, but if you are a business owner or you are a business professional that really needs face-to-face -face networking and good circle of influences to grow your business or your prospects, or you know, if you're in sales, being able to cultivate leads and conversations and network and connect with people, you are... I say this with love. You are crazy if you're not doing CrossFit. Oh, now, we all take, take, follow each other here. We're yes. all followers. Take, <laughs> take for granted, not every gym is quite as social as we are, so you got to find the right fit. But I, Tyler and I have kind of built our community to be very networking forward. We want to be the gym that people that are new to Tampa can come and get plugged in and root into Tampa Bay because we love Tampa so much. Mm -hmm. We don't just love CrossFit and we don't just love West Shore CrossFit. We love Tampa Bay. Oh, I, we, totally, I totally fell victim to that. I'm a travel nurse and stayed here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we love Tampa. We love it so much. And like Jenna and I always joke because she and I, to be honest, can't really stand football. But I will tell, I will tell you this. <laughs> well, I am, that's a whole different I am cheering episode. for every single one of Tampa's teams. And you know why? Because they're Tampa. You know why? Because other people love sports and I love that they love it for them. I love that journey for them. And if Tampa teams winning and thriving bring joy to the people that live in this community, Let's go. We're here. Let's go Lightning. Let's go Bucks. Let's go. Let's go Rays. Let's burn it down. Let's bring it home. Champa Bay, baby, all day long. So, like, I don't need to be a sports fan to be a Tampa Bay fan. My point to that is one of our goals was to make this a very networking-friendly, networking-forward gym where people can do life together, where they can make healthy friendships and healthy connections and I mean, we've talked about it before. Tampa, Tampa Bay in general kind of has a little bit of a drinking problem. And we wanted people to find friends that are 
of a healthy mindset. Now, of course, we all do enjoy adult beverages. There's nothing wrong with that. But at least you know that when you're hanging out with with us as a community, all things the in activity is not centered around yes, drinking. All things in moderation. All things done in health and love and you know, let's make it back to the gym on Monday kind of mentality. Speaking of which, find us at Miami Wadapalooza yeah. in January. We bought our ticks. Eee! And we have an Airbnb already. Yes! <laughs> we are committed. Tyler and I want to go so bad. So we'll try to work that out. But all good things. So that's, that's what you're paying for. Also, if you are a business professional or networker, regardless of where you're listening to, regardless of what gym you go to, you could actually write off part of, if not all of, your CrossFit gym's expenses if you are using it with the idea of networking. You can actually write off a decent portion of that. So whoever needs to hear I'm that. I'm able to write it off as a nurse. Yes. Because I need to be fit for duty. Yeah, there's there's a few fields. Um, David could probably write it off because he's mm-hmm. a firefighter. Anybody that's in occupational sports, anybody that is military, mm-hmm. uh, probably even if you're a veteran. Correct. Um, well, I think their taxes are a little bit different anyway. But I don't know anything about their say. taxes. I was like, know I know mine. when my dad retired, he didn't have to file taxes anymore because he was on disability, disability from getting though, yes, yeah. from getting injured on the on the on the force. But I digress. Some of that stuff is very. My point is, if like I said, if you're a business professional or you own a business, you can write off a good chunk of not only the gym membership, but anything that you need to hold that membership. So your athletic clothing, any gear that you buy, any equipment that you need, all that kind of stuff. So Here's I don't know thing. if that's helpful. You're going to make it work if it's of value to you. Yes. And there are ways, even though it's more effort mm-hmm. and not upfront, there are ways for you to navigate how to budget and how to minimize the cost yeah right so out of pocket up front you have to pay the fee mm-hmm. the fees monthly fees the 75 dollar what is it it's one time it's just 75 dollars. but up remember to too fee, the right? other thing that tyler and i have done because we do try to make this as accessible to people as right. possible so we, we even have a couple of different payment plan options oh i didn't know that it's not something that we push. It, yeah. You kind of, I don't have a better if way to say like it. you feel like they're on the you, fence. You kind of yeah. have to qualify for it. Yeah. It, it has to be a conversation. I have to get it, you know, Tyler and I approve it by each other. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a couple of cons, constri, cons, constraints. Yes, a couple of constraints on it. But, you know, we do try to make it accessible for people. And the other thing that we do with that setup fee is when people join, it's not a f- that first month. It's not a flat rate of the 150 plus tax and fees plus the 75. We prorate it, so whatever days of the month have passed, you're not getting charged for those on top of the setup fee. Now, so this is depending not for every box, though. They yeah, every box has the Western right. Or CrossFit really gives you. Yes. All of the tools to be like, let's yes. give you a beat to figure this out, but welcome. And then if you can't, yeah, we'll you need to talk out. to us and yeah. we're going to figure it out. And that's not similar to all of the CrossFit gyms. I think this is the first, eh, I mean, I'll give Furnish Jim some credit. He, he gives a lot of grace for, yeah. <laughs> for a lot of things, but you guys are very good about it. You're the like, hope well, with the- how can we help? Yes. 
the welcome. Hope with we the want pro, you here. Yes, absolutely. The hope with the prorating is that it offsets that. For, now, it kind of depends on when in the month you're joining. Like, if you're joining on the 1st, yeah, you're going to pay the whole month because you're going to get access for the whole month and you're going to pay the setup right. fee. But, like, if you join on, like, the 15th, you're only paying you know, whatever, 50% of that 150 plus tax and fees yeah. and the setup fee. So really you're only paying a few dollars more than if it was just a month. So we, we try to help with that. Um, I've done some other things too. Like if somebody's brand, brand new to CrossFit and they need to go through our Powerhouse Academy, which is two 60 to 90 minute sessions, depending on the athlete. And we teach all of the fundamentals of CrossFit. So the, the first session is going to be basic body weight movements, very foundational gymnastics, very, very like how to scale a pull up, for instance. And we teach the fundamentals of the power lifts. And then the second session is all focused on the Olympic lifts. Right. All of that to say, let's say somebody's budget is really, really tight. Sometimes what I'll do is that first month, I'll only charge them the setup fee and I will schedule and do their powerhouse academies. So at least I can get them started and then I'll have Wattify officially start their membership on the first of whatever that following month is. So now their academies are out of the way, their setup fee is out of the way, and now all they have to worry about paying for going forward is their month to month membership. Which is very great. So it makes that setup fee again. And I've had some people where like, they have CrossFit experience, so they don't need the academy, I'll still kind of do that same thing. So I'll let them pay their setup fee and then I'll make the start date whenever they want and they're just gonna either pay the prorated or the start of the next month. So I'll split it into two. Now, the setup fee doesn't give them access to the gym, but it gets it out of the way to make that initial payment a little bit more manageable. So we do try to make it accessible because I realize where we live. You know, we went to a very urban church. Um, we we loved our season there, but it brought me, and I'm very grateful for this, brought me very cognizant to, you know, certain demographics in Tampa Bay that it, something like this just is not accessible to everyone mm -hmm. and our heart as we want it to be. But here's the thing, in order to be able to give money and give services and give, 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 you, you have to make money first. It takes money to be able to afford generosity. So, so our heart is that's there. Just the business so that's side. That's right. part of it, right? That's all that's all the business and we'll get there, but you know. That's essentially that's so that's what you're paying for. If you, if you are wondering what you're paying for when you pay money for CrossFit, it, it, in a summed up word, you're paying for a luxury experience. You are paying for top of the line coaching and you guaranteed are guaranteed results guaranteed results guaranteed and again like if you're a networker that what you will make back in crossfit not just with physical health results but the connections because understand this and sometimes i think people forget about this and i always tell my single friends if you're trying to find somebody find them in a crossfit gym because here's the thing you have to have a certain level of income you have to probably have some mode of transportation. Mm -hmm. We're going to go ahead and assume you either have a job or have enough income that you don't need one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're meeting somebody who at some level prioritizes their health at least as much as they can. You know, they make sure they get their 60 minutes in three times a week or, you know, whatever the case may be. Mental Generalizing. Grit. Yes. They have the mental grit and mm -hmm. the stick-to-itiveness. They want community. They are seeking connection and friendship because you don't do CrossFit classes if you're trying to be a loner. 
No. Right? The, so the so that right there is six green flags to date somebody. No beige, all green. Yes. Green well, I'm sure go. there is some beige, <laughs> but j just speaking red, or I'm sorry, just being <laughs> green, green flags, there's at least six of them off the top of my head, and I'm sure that's not an all-inclusive list. No, absolutely not. Same thing for business. You can take all of those those six things that I just named. If you were looking for new friends, if you were looking for a new partner, if you were looking for business leads, all six of those things are things that you want to look for in all three of those avenues. Correct. The opportunity of, of what doors CrossFit can open for people is absolutely endless. Yeah, and the, the sticker price is not something to like jaw drop at. Mm -hmm. the, the sticker price, you have to ask why. Yeah. Why, why is this and what is my investment going to, to give me? You know, we, we all live in. And this episode <laughs> answer, answers that why. Because yeah. it is a fair question to ask. I want to be super clear and that's uh, why. It's very reasonable. That's why, is, that's why we're doing this episode is to answer that why. That's, that's why. Here's your reasons. <laughs> to have and to hold and do what you want with. Yes. And we're here. We, CrossFit is not this. I can understand the scariness, maybe, if you're not used to this type of oh yes, this type of vibe, these types of personalities. But here's the thing: we all want you to be here. Yes, I don't care where you come, as you are, come wherever you are, and then be patient with yourself and the process, and you're you're gonna go far. Absolutely, consistency is key. All right, I think we've landed this plane. I think so. Mm -hmm. we You've learned a lot. Um, message us and let us know what your gripes are about the price of CrossFit, and maybe we can. Or questions. Questions. Or if you want knowledge. want me to dig into more on like the business side of like, tell me more about like what this is or why this is or whatever. You know, I'd love to hear it. I'd also be very curious if you guys want to DM us. I would love on the next episode to be able to kind of rattle off some average prices of what people are paying at their oh, gyms. Oh, for sure. Let us I would love that. Let uh, us I'm know just what very you're paying. Curious. Yes. Uh, uh, and now at least you know why you're paying what you're paying. And you know, anything that I've said here, you can, you can apply that to any gym in the country. Correct. We're all paying rent. We're all paying utilities. We're all paying for programming. We're all paying for our affiliate ship. We're all paying payroll. We're all Life paying. Life is expensive these we're days. We're all paying we're for all, advertising. We're all feeling it. <laughs> life is expensive. Yes, life is expensive. We're going to make it through, friends. Just yes. supply and demand. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. Down inflation. Cool. Uh, pretty gritty at westshorecrossfit.com is our email. And then pretty Instagram. gritty podcast with the underscores. So pretty underscore gritty underscore podcast on the gram. And then jacked by Jody with the underscores. And then J underscore regs mm -hmm. on the gram. And if nothing else, Westshore CrossFit, if that's the easiest one to remember, that's probably the easiest one to find. There's no underscores. Just, send us a message. Yes. Carrier pigeon. Maybe Carrier. we'll find it. <laughs> we want to hear Be free. From you. <laughs> Be free. <laughs> send the message. <laughs> All good things. Just don't send smoke signals because we won't see them. They'll blend into the smoke we have. Oh, yeah. We do have some smoke. Yeah. Or Canada. Well, I don't know if we still do. It's pretty clear out there today. No, it's clear. But it's been hazy. Yeah. I feel it in the lungs. 
Mm. Oh, shit. I feel like I just hit my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, friends. That's all, right. That's all right. I didn't hear it. <laughs> we will when we listen to the episode. Yes. So thanks for joining us. Yes. Win the day. Win, win the, the day. Week. Win the week. All yeah. good things. Happy spooky season. Happy spooky season. See you next time.